and we are live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft Podcast. This is episode number 35, and I'm being joined by the dark horse himself. He is current TCW heavyweight champion, Funhouse Wrestling heavyweight champion, Johnny Moran. How's it going, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Thank you again for coming on. It should no, be a great time here. We have a lot to talk about. And again, thank you for also taking time because I know you also host your own podcast as well. So we'll definitely right, be talking about that in a little bit as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. But definitely, definitely. Let's get into it again. As I ask everyone that comes on, because it is called Respect the Craft, when you hear that term, the craft, what does that mean to you? Um, the art of wrestling. Um, like, I mean, I know like now the kayfabe is kind of broken up and like everybody kind of knows all our insider terms and that's why you see them more and more in promos so that it makes it more real. But um, that's the art of keeping it real to me, um, keeping it an actual match to me, like an actual fight. Gotcha. No, definitely, definitely. And I have to ask, because again, I've gotten to see you It's for a few years now, getting to see your your work and to see your character evolve. I want to ask what created what we see now? Like what was that evolution process for you to see the dark horse that we see now? But again, the dark horse that became TCW heavyweight champion. How did we um, get to the, that evolution? Uh, that it, I started my career out as uh, the man, Johnny Moran. And then of course, you know, Becky Lynch came out as the man. And then I was like, okay, I got to, I got to change my gimmick. I got to figure something out. I mean, it was really just, uh, especially when I was first starting out, like it was just something that was kind of a crutch because everybody looked at me and they're like, Oh, you're, you're a cocky heel. You are a cocky heel. And I'm like, what am I like, do you really know me? Like they just kind of pegged me with it. And then I was like, I guess the man works. But then I kept like, after like two years, like I kept being stuck in like multi-mans and like, I would, I would get to the mid card belt and like at a company and I would still be in more and more multi-mans and it was, it was really starting to affect my like confidence. And then one of my good friends, Alex Watt, that uh, used to co-host, he produces my podcast. Um, he said to me, he's like, dude, you're, you're like the dark horse. And this is when I was searching for a new name. And he's like, every time you're in a multi-man, I never know if you're going to win or you're going to lose, but I always have faith that you're going to pull it out. And you usually do pull it out. Um, so that's kind of where it evolved from. And then it came with like an attitude. Like if you watch me at like the sanctuary, you see like more of a heel, dark, manipulative. He thinks everyone's against him. Like that's that Johnny Moran. The Titan version that you see, like the baby face, like always the underdog, always underestimated. I mean, you could look at even this month. Like, I don't know, Steve Mack never didn't have an opponent announced. Me, I, I have no opponent announced. So, I mean, what kind of a champion doesn't have their opponent announced? Clearly a dark horse. Uh, there you go. Well, I guess, why waste our time again? I know everyone at Titan is waiting for it. They're waiting to hear your response. But let's talk about this matchup here. Again, it's sat, It's we're literally a few days away yeah. from Blunt Force Trauma, and you're defending your TCW Heavyweight Championship However, it's, I guess, against vacant. There's there's no one there. So yeah. your thoughts on going into Saturday with, again, no opponent? Well, 
I mean, I understand that the prior month, I we hit a snowstorm. I literally almost died trying to get to Titan. Um, we slid into a ditch. Then we got out of the ditch after me and Mastodon pushed Aaron Roxas's car out of a ditch. We get back on the road and we started sliding again. We slid almost into a barricade off to a cliff. So, yeah, I'm at a rest stop. And that's where I put out that announcement that we weren't coming because we couldn't make it. Like, it, the roads were covered in ice. Like, nothing I could do. I'm sorry. I'm sure I let down the fans that came to see me. I know I let down Louie. Um, and that hurts me because I really did want to have a match with Louie. Um, and, you know, that that sucks. But, like I said, you know, the first TCW champion, Steve Monster Mac. He's never had a mystery opponent. He always knew who his opponents were when he was going into it. I kind of think management's being a little disrespectful to me um, that, that I don't have an opponent announced. I don't understand why it's uh, different for me and I'm I'm being punished for this. Um, but whoever it is, whoever comes through that curtain, doesn't matter who it is, I will beat them and I will prove why I am the Titan heavyweight champion. No, definitely, definitely. It is a weird situation. And again, I will be asking because even announced earlier today because he, he decided he wanted to come on as well. We'll be having GM SP Anderson on. So I'll make sure I let him know no. your, your your thoughts about this. Because again, it yep. is it's a little weird. Again, the champion should be able to know who their opponent is. Again, Agreed. I get champion's advantage. You have some some leeway around certain things, but it's also it's it's kind of weird. Again, we are less than a week out. It's I'm the heavyweight champion. You know, like I'm supposed to be the top dog at this place, and I don't even know who I'm wrestling when I'm coming in there. So yeah, maybe we can ask SP who I'm who I'm wrestling Saturday. Yeah. Again, we'll try to get to the bottom of it. And I'll be having SP Anderson on, also one of the voices of Titan Championship Wrestling, Rob Williams on. So maybe he has a scoop. Maybe he got some some of the dirt sheets and found out who your opponent is. We'll try to get to the bottom of it tomorrow on episode 36. But Let's also talk about it. Again, you mentioned, again, a lot of respect for him. I call him Theo Mac. We host a podcast together as well. But let's talk a little bit about that journey with you and Mac because you guys had, which, again, I could still call it because I was a fan of that feud, almost a feud of the year with your chase for that championship. Talk to us again, that mindset going in with a veteran like Monster Mac. How was that for you? Um, I just had to prove it to him. You know what I mean? I, I had to prove to him that I, I deserved to be in that spot. And I, I wanted to own up to it. You know what I mean? Like Steve Mack's a legend in this business. I don't I don't care who you are. Like everybody knows Steve Mack's name. Um, it was it was literally an honor to share a ring with him. And then to have a program that lasted an entire year and to finally get to that and beat Steve Mack. That was everything to me, man. Like that whole program. I'm very, very proud of that. Which I also I gotta say it is it is a feat that you did do because not only to finally become champion on the night that you did, but you won the Mount Olympus Rumble yes. that night as well. So that's mm-hmm. again that's a feat right there. Also a little mad because the last person you eliminated was one of my best friends, Anthony Gang. Oh, but that upset again, I eliminated um, him twice. You know that, right? <sighs> first Mount Olympus, I threw him out. Second Mount Olympus, I threw him out. See, I was going to let the first one pass because it was years ago, but now it's like. <sighs> I mean, I'll bring it up. I mean, he called me out on a podcast, so I might as well call him out. So, 
Well, maybe, maybe that's who your opponent well. is. Maybe he's doing double double duty that night. Maybe maybe he's doing because again, he only that's literally been his only loss, if I'm not mistaken. He's has been, been those pinned. Mount Olympic. Yeah, he's never been pinned. I've never pinned him. I'm not even going to take claim to that. That's something I do need to do because I know he is walking around here saying that he's never been pinned and why hasn't he had a shot? I mean, I don't have an opponent, so doors open. I don't know who the mystery opponent is, but if there is no mystery opponent, Anthony Gangel would be perfectly fine for that spot. Hey, there you go again. Maybe maybe that's what it is. It's the Dark Horse versus Dr. Sleep. That's also been Anthony Gangone showing a more devious side to him. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe that's what it is. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to be put to sleep, so to speak? Anthony Gangone would be a huge challenge. I'm not going to lie to you because you never know what 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 he's bringing to the table that day. Is he going to be a technical wrestler? Is he going to be a hardcore wrestler? Is he going to brawl? He, he does every single type of style of wrestling. He uh, He's literally someone that I came in to wrestling. I came in at like 2015 and I heard his name. Like I would always hear his name on PA shows and he was from New York City. So like he's someone I've always heard, always heard. And every time we we're in a company together, we we're always opposite sides. Like he was over there. I was over here. We never crossed paths really. So he is someone that I would like to get into the ring with, but he is someone I'll, I'll admit to you. Like, I don't know what he brings in that day. So I have to be on my A game. If it was an Anthony gang going, I wouldn't want it to be this month, but if it is, I'll do what I have to do to win. Got you. Another name, I guess we should throw in as well, because they've kind of, they've made their, their presence shown. They've no pun intended made a takeover in Titan no. championship wrestling. What if it's one of them? Maybe a Jay Bougie? Because he still feels like he hasn't been given a rightful singles matchup. Because the last time you two were meant to face, it turned into a three-way dance. Correct, correct. So, it was originally supposed to be him and Mac. And that was Mac's call to make that a three-way. So, yeah. Jay Bougie's really upset that I ruined his match. Jay Bougie, you can have the first opportunity. And I will kick your back ass back to the takeover. Whatever other promotion you want to go to. And then I would go... Let's say Jocko wants to come out. Fine. I'll kick his ass and take him back there too. And everybody's scared of face. Bring face on. Doesn't matter. But I know who really wants it. And I know it's uh, PJ Savage. And PJ, it's been a long time coming. So wherever you want to make it happen, PJ, the door is always open with Johnny Moran. Hey, there you go again. Just, just throwing it out there. Because, again, there is a whole Titan roster that, again, could be possibilities. A lot of great talent right there. Maybe, who knows, after his ambulance match, maybe Louie finally goes for that title shot. Maybe he says, you know what, I'll do double duty. I don't yep. know if he really wants to after an ambulance match, but hey, again, just throwing out the, the immense possibilities. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Every Everybody is trying to get this heavyweight title. I know I have a target on my back, and I'm ready for Saturday. Okay, there you go. Well, let's keep it going as well, because there's a lot more you're doing as well. Even... Coming up next month, you have a lot of challenges going on. But let's talk about April 30th as well. You have this matchup right here with Outbreak Wrestling. They're going to be doing an uh, awesome show right here for benefit for the Autism Society here. Uh, talk about this matchup here with E.N. Bush, which I believe yeah. it's a championship matchup as well. It, not it is. It is for the Outbreak Championship. Um, autism is something that's uh, really special in my heart. Um, I used to be in... Uh, Pennsylvania, we call it, it's called therapeutic support staff. 
and I worked with kids with autism for over a year. And it's something special to me. So when the owners of Outbreak asked me to be on this show, I, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, absolutely. Um, and then Ian Bush, he's someone, another person I heard a lot about, and I never got to cross paths with him. So what better way than in the Hamburg Fieldhouse? I don't know if you've ever been to the Hamburg Fieldhouse, but they used to run uh, WWF back in the day where oh, really? Roddy Roddy Piper hit um jimmy snuckle with the coconut it happened there so that building has like so much history it's so weird when you're in that building because you kind of get like goosebumps you like feel it like it makes you feel different in that building that hamburg field house is is very special um it's a, a very special place like so i'm i'm super excited to be back at outbreak and have my chance at the outbreak championship hey there you go what what would be right there Again, to make a return, but also win some gold the same yeah. night. Again, yeah. it's such a historic place right there. Who knows? Maybe you have to celebrate with a coconut right after. <laughs> maybe, maybe. A little coconut juice, right? So there you go. But also, let's, let's talk about that again. You also have another championship, uh, that Funhouse Championship. I do. I do. So I how do. did how did that come about? Again, Funhouse Wrestling, shout out to, to Magic, another veteran of the game. Uh, how is that for you again to be a part of that company and become their champion as well? Uh, Magic is another legend. Um, I, I knew about Magic before I even got into wrestling just from one of my trainers, uh, John Trotsky. He used to talk about a guy named Magic that was with Jersey All-Pro. He also talked about Steve Mack. So, like, I always knew these names. But yeah. I never, like, actually met them. And then just – getting the honor to work with him once um, last year. That, that was an honor for me. Um, and then to, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you some backstage story here um, about how that match all got together. Uh, I just thought I was going there for a tag match against, I think it was Nikos Rikos and Steve Monster Mac and I teamed with Rick Recon. And then I got there and Magic's like, we're going to put you in the heavyweight championship match for Funhouse. And I'm like, so am I out of the tag match? And he's like, oh, no, you're doing double duty, just like you said, double duty. And um, I was like, oh, man, like, I'm honored. And then to pull out the win that night um, and then for him to be there and come out with me, you know, that was really special. Really, really, really special to me. That's that's awesome. And, again, Magic, someone I feel like if you're – especially if you're working in the tri-state area – Yep. You've been touched by magic somehow. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's been that, like he's almost giving you that blessing of like, Hey, there you go. Yep. Be a part of the tri-state. And that's, mm -hmm. again, that's showing you're, you're kind of winning your championships when you're doing double duty. It's almost that yeah. good luck right there. Yeah. Which again, I, I, that shows not only you're a dark horse, but you're a workhorse right here from what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> now that you say that, maybe that'll be the new name. Well, maybe you'll have to fight JD Drake over that. I don't know if he's gonna. That's right. He's gonna like you taking the workhorse. Man. True. True. <laughs> I forgot about JD Drake. I hey. mean, also TJ Wilson owns. Uh, I think it's work workhorse supplements. So. Oh, that's that's also. Yeah. Hey, if he ever he ever wants to step back in the ring, that would also be a great match to see. Oh yeah. But again, that's that's awesome. But also speaking about that, you you mentioned a little bit about JP getting to hear about that. Were you ever able to witness JP? Yeah. And to see what now you're a part of Titan. And I feel like Titan has almost been, and even Monster Mac has said it, it's almost been like a descendant 
of what JAP was. Like a lot of the roster is very similar. You see a lot of the guys that were influenced by it. So were you able able to witness JAP uh, back in the day? Uh, I was. I, I only was at one show ever live. I've seen um, other shows um, through like YouTube, you know, IWTV. Um, but um, when I was first starting out in like 2016, I think it was like my second year in the business. Uh, I just started reaching out to um, Dan Moff actually told us to reach out to Steve Mack, me and my partner, Mike Mitchell at the time. So we were reaching out to Steve Mack and he was like, just send me video. And he was very like, sometimes when you talk to promoters or bookers, like they leave you on red, they don't even look at your message. So like you get that a lot. He literally watched our match. He gave us pointers on everything. He watched our promos. He gave us pointers on our promos. And then he's like, Hey, I don't have anything for you at the show, but I'd love to see you guys at the show. So then uh, it was actually a show you guys talked about out here. Um, where he was in the cage match with Loki and uh, oh, okay, so the anniversary show that's yeah, 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 that's insane. That's a show again, right there to be a just witness again. That's that's a lot of star power right there. Again, yeah, to watch. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we we came there. Steve like literally took time, talked with us, and he said, just keep sending me stuff. Like, I'm not forgetting you guys. And I'm he's like, you know, if I'm at work and I look at the message, I promise you I'll watch it and I'll get back to you. And he always kept his work. Uh, yeah, that shortly thereafter, I know they ran a couple more shows, but they weren't running like steady. Um, and then we just happened to run into each other at Titan. And the first time I saw him, I was like, hey, you probably don't remember me. And he's like, no, I know exactly who you are. And I do remember you. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, you remember from way back when, you know? No, yeah, that's, that's pandemic, something would... Everybody looked different after the pandemic. I think everybody had a little, like, extra weight on, you know? No, Definitely. And no, that's something about Mac. Like he said it on the podcast. Like he takes like that pride in again helping the younger talent, making sure again, even that just getting to talk to you guys a little bit, break down certain things. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to help the younger talent. Again, I could imagine if JAP was still at the time like what JAP was. Sadly, that show was also again, it was in memory of Fat Frank. Yep. So I can imagine like it's it's hard to be able to fit everything on when you're kind of trying to make sure you touch all the bases of what JP was. Yeah. So I can imagine you guys would have definitely fit in. Cause I remember, so if, if that was 2016. I want to say 2017 around there. Um, I got to see you guys at BCW when I was working there around, around that time. So something around there. I remember we, we, we brought you guys in as a tag team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike actually, I think he got hurt that week and then it, uh, it was me and um, Mick Drake. Yeah, there we go. That's that's why. I, okay, okay. The dagger. Yep. There you go. There you go. Again, and it, it also shows again a little bit of a different look to you as well. So it's like I was yeah. like, I know I saw him before, like Titan, but yeah. I couldn't put together where. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that, BCW. I, I do remember <laughs> that. Um, uh, yeah, I probably messed up your guys' music somehow because I was the, I was the DJ at the time. <laughs> Humble no, beginnings. I don't, I don't think did. Usually those things I like remember. I don't think you messed up our music. I think we were good. I was okay. just like that was my first like match in the city. So like I was just like a little kid. I was like, oh my god, like like I'm hey, that's where the Oaks last too. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just like it was it was like a big experience for me because like I I live in the suburbs, like out here in Scranton, PA. So it's it, like we have a city, but it's not like a huge city like New York City. 
there's no city like New York City, so like it's hard to compare to. But like when you finally get to wrestle yeah. in New York City, it's it's an experience, man. Like it's yeah. it's really cool. It's real. It, it's, it's funny hearing you say that because I feel like when you're in New York, like when you're from New York, you just want to be in PA. <laughs> like, really? Because that's one of my things. I've always saying like once I'm done like with wrestling, all this, I'm just going to PA. Oh. It just seems so so like either it's just like more relaxed and everything like that. Like yep. again, yep. everyone loves to see the city. But it's like, I'd rather just be in PA, relaxed. Like, there's so much, like, nice nature, all that. Yeah. Like, but, hey, I guess it's the – we we always want what we don't have at the moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I Like, I always say I like to – because I used to go visit Mick, like, at least once a year in New York City and just, like, hang out. Because, like, I had another friend that lived out there, too. And I would stay with my friend and I'd visit Mick. Um, it's – for me, it's, like, fun to visit. I don't know if I could live there. I don't know how you guys do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I need so, a little nature in my life. If I want to go on a hike, I just like, I literally just go out, walk, and go on a hike. Like, I don't see. There you go. That's, that's something like, again, here it's like, yeah, it's, we're going we're gonna to go to the city. Like, that's about it. That's yeah. our hike. We're going up, we're going uptown. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, but that, that's awesome. Which, again, uh, speaking about that. So, again, PA as well, it has its wrestling history as well. When you mm -hmm. talk about, Pennsylvania, Philly, it's like you have the such rich history, especially independent wise. Like yeah. that also how did that that love for wrestling come about for you? Were you first introduced to something like ECW around there, or was it something else that that caught your eye? Um, when I was a little kid, uh, that's where I fell in love with wrestling. So I have a brother, James, that's 10 years older than me. So he was super into wrestling when I was an infant. So he had all these like LJNs. Um, he had Saturday night main event, like taped on VHSs. So like he had all the WWF magazines at the time. So he would like leave that stuff um, and he would leave his room open. Like, and when I was a little kid, I would just, like there's literally a Hulk Hogan LJ and his fist is all chewed up because I, I was teething on it and my mom okay. would teeth on it. I'm probably going to get lead poisoning at some point in my life and it's because of that <laughs> Hulk Hogan doll. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really didn't know about the independence until probably like I heard about them, but like I didn't really know where they were. I think it was like 2006, like either my senior year of high school or like my freshman year of college. Um, actually it's kind of weird. The first independent wrestler I ever saw like in person in a yeah. ring doing a promo was one of my trainers, John Trotsky. And, okay. uh, we were front row and there was a kid that was sitting behind us. And John Trotsky is also a college professor. And the kid behind us was like, Oh, that's my college professor. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like it, like a light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, if that guy in the ring, he had a train somewhere and it has to be close because he's performing here. Not thinking like, God, these like right now, like I don't have a show except that Hamburg show. That's even that I think is like an hour and 45 minutes from me. But like I travel like two and a half hours every show I go to. So like, me thinking like, oh, well, he teaches somewhere around here, so he has to have a school close. Um, but that's 
where I found independent wrestling. And that's when I started Googling schools and I ended up going to Backbrookers Training Center in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Now it's in Archibald, Pennsylvania. They're 15, 20 minutes away from each other. Um, they just moved locations. But um, after that, then I moved on to the sanctuary. Um, and then I also trained at uh, the PPW school with Mikey Whipwreck and uh, Tommy Swade after that. That's okay, a gotcha. training history, too. Well, there you go. That's right there again. That shows your mental work to tri state somehow. Because again, yeah. Grandpa Mikey, I yeah. feel like that's another one. Again, if you if you haven't trained under Mikey at some point in the tri state or someone that has trained under Mikey, it's right. it's, it's 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 weird. <laughs> it, it, it was honestly a pleasure. Um, yeah, because like at that point, it was. It was either like 2018 or 2000, like the early 2019. Um, gotcha, so yeah. a little more season. So I was basically a lot of the times the dummy for Mikey. So like if Mikey wanted to do a headlock takeover, like I was the one being the dummy for the headlock takeover or whatever it would be that day. Um, hey, that, that that had to be an honor right there too. Again, oh, I know. And then just pumping for Mikey Whipper. <laughs> Yeah, and then he would just like always like he would do impressions of like Terry Funk, Mick Foley, Andre the Giant, like Macho Man, like oh god, like Stone Cold, like he would do all these impressions. Like I can't even do any of them justice, so I'm not even gonna try. But man, uh I know on his podcast, the FRM podcast, uh they have like a mix up of him doing like uh, I think uh shoot, I can't think of the that I'm a model song, he sings it with yeah. a bunch of different wrestlers' voices. So it's fantastic. He does Paul Bearer in it too. His Paul Bearer is pretty legit. Yeah. Uh, but he's uh he's he's a joy to be around. Definitely, definitely. No, it's, it's always getting to speak to Mikey, it's always it's so much knowledge right there. It's just so fast. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's again, it's always a great guy. Mm -hmm. But that's that's awesome hearing again your growth there as well, where you got on the train. Again, it kind of it shows in your style as well. Like yeah. when you're competing, it shows like the little uh, little nuance, nuances. Sorry, of each trainer you've gotten to be around. So that's yeah. awesome. That's what I always tell like people like that are young in the business and coming up. I it, it's great to train at one school, but like going to different schools, you get different perspectives from different trainers. Um, I always say like stick and finish out the program at each school, but definitely yourself around be around different people even working with different people that have different styles that maybe you don't typically use like that's a new learning experience for you and you, you got to try that you got to grow no definitely definitely but here let's also talk about again there's one uh a few more shows we could talk about here so let's talk about this one right here uh Ooh, this very rest. very special to me so um, I, I wanted to bring something up because I saw this graphic and then I saw something you posted. You've kind of had almost every person on this show on on the podcast. <laughs> so I have had well, a lot. Yeah. So before we get into the show, also I wanted to talk about the podcast. Because again, I kind of want to bring those two hand in hand there. Because how did that come about for you wanting to start your own podcast? Because again, I can imagine. Uh, you already have your busy schedule trying to prep to work matches, do all that stuff, and then add on the stress of running a podcast. <laughs> so how did that come about for you? So again, I can feel your pain with, with doing yeah. the podcast. Yeah. So there's this little thing called the pandemic that happened. 
And I wasn't doing anything except for Titan and uh, Camp Leapfrog at the time. Um, so I had two shows a month. Uh, and, like, I just felt like I wasn't doing anything. And, like, at one point there was no, like, gyms open in PA. So you couldn't go to the gym. So, like, I'm a, like how many times can you run the block, do push-ups, do pull-ups? And, like, yeah, like, that's all great. But, like, I love being in the gym. Um, I did yoga every day. But I, I was looking for something that, like, I could have an audience, get feedback from. Like, I, I love that interaction factor. Like, just talking to people. Like, you're not seeing people. Like, you're stuck in your house. Like, you were scared to talk to people. So, um, actually, my producer, Alex Watt. The original High Tension show had to get canceled because of the pandemic. So, he said, hey, I'm not doing my podcast anymore. What happens if what, you always wanted to do a podcast? Why don't you do it on the network, like the High Tension Network? And I was like, sure, like, but what will we do? And then he's like, just, you would just interview wrestlers. And I was like, all right. And then I was, I was thinking of ways to make it different. So, I made the decision to have those wonderful graphics drawn by Hiroto. Um, yeah, all these. They're drawn by uh, Hiroto Fukunaga. Um, he's over in Japan. He does a lot of work for like Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Ooh, okay. people on AEW. Yeah, you'll you'll see his work around if you ever check my Instagram. He he also drew for Scooby Doo, um, X Men. Yeah, he's he's very well known. Uh, yeah, I, it's an honor that he even draws my graphic. To be honest with you. Uh, so that was one thing I wanted to do because I felt like I, I I wanted to do something different. Yeah, I wanted to do that, and then. I just started making a little clip right after every episode, just one little clip. And then it just started rolling. And then the pandemic was over and then I started wrestling every weekend. And now I understand the pain that you're talking about. Like, like before, like everything was like not locked down. Um, yeah. It was easier because I didn't yeah. really have anything to do. Like I had two shows a month. Yeah, like the week of a show that the one of the two, I was like, oh yeah, this is a little, this is a little tough. But yeah. man, now I literally I come right from the gym right after work. I literally go to the bathroom as immediately before I get on, and I'm like crunching my fingers when we get to an hour, like because I gotta go to the bathroom again. I'm like, let's go, let's go. Um, yeah, no, definitely, and I can imagine like. Cause even now, like now I've started to get to the point of uh, taking bookings. Cause now I'm doing commentary places. Right. And it's like, when you try to find the time, like, uh, okay, I gotta have this person, this person, but I gotta prep for this. I gotta do all this stuff. So it's like, okay, now it's time management to, to, yeah. uh, to a key. But yeah. I can also imagine it's even harder. Cause again, I know, I know how it is with, you also have to try to work around when can your guests do it? And also exactly. working with workers, it's like, when are they going to be able to be on? Because they have to also right. go to the gym or whatever whatever they're doing. Like, I've had guys that, again, they've also are trainers or they have their shoots. So yep. it's like, uh, okay, what what time can we do this? Yeah, yeah. No, but, no, I completely agree. That is the toughest thing is working around the schedule. Like, because I have my schedule plus their schedule. And yeah. then we got to make that work and, like, I, I mean, you do this live, so this is live right now. Mine's pre-recorded. 
luckily. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know how you fly without a net like this because I always get worried somebody's going to say something crazy and I'm going to be like, oh, no. I, You know what it is? I This isn't my, my first podcast. The first yeah. podcast I used to do was called um, – it was more gimmicky. I used to call it the Laws Roundtable. Okay. And with that, I did it pre-recorded. I would, if anything was a little like risque, edit it and mm. put it out. I found for me, it's it, it feels weird when it's not like just raw, like right. just coming off and letting the, the the fans or whoever's listening hear again what someone wants to say. Right. So right. I feel like when you're doing it like this, again, it's like a show. It's like if you're out there cutting a promo, no one's going to edit it like right there. It's like it's, it's coming off like it's off yeah. the hook right there. And I feel like the fans enjoy it and people are enjoying that more because they're getting to hear again, just off the cuff. Yeah. So with the podcast, it's it's been like that. A lot of people are enjoying just getting to also be a part of it as well. Like when I have the chat ready right there and people want to comment and it leads to more conversation. Right. So to me, it works that way. Again, I, I loved the, the pre-recorded as well because also you get to fine tune certain things. Like I always yeah. look back like, oh, I wish I would have known like I could have fixed this audio thing or had this. Again, it's to live in and learn about podcasting. Um, the only thing I've run into, especially with mine, like uh, people's Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. That's oh. what I mean by, like, I don't know how you do this without a net. Because, like, I can't even tell you how many interviews I've had and I'll be here like this. And then they're gone. And it's just my face. And I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, and I had like, that once. Wi-Fi, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I've had that once, which I, I love well, the guy. He's one of my it. bros. I can't even tell you how many times yeah. I've had it. He's one of my bros, Chris Barton. Oh. And he on. warned me. He really? was like, my connection sucks. And I'm like, well, make it work. I do my intro, just like I did for yours right now. Yeah. And we were both on. I, we, I click live. I do the intro. And it's just me. I'm like, oh. Well, Chris is going to come in in a second. <laughs> and it's like, those. that's why I always like, again, to break the fourth wall for everyone listening, I make sure I have people on a few minutes before yep. just to see how is this going to go. Yeah. So that way, if I have to think of something off the fly, if we have a connection error, I'll, I'll just finagle something. Yeah. <laughs> like, But again, it's, it's, it's the fun of it also. It's like, hey, you never know what's going to happen. No, no, like, I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, it's it's something I need to try more. Um, I just worry about with people's Wi-Fi connections because I, I can't even tell you how many times I've had people's Wi-Fi just fail on me and like I'm sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes. So luckily I have good Wi-Fi that will not happen here tonight. Yeah. Live. <laughs> hey, again, you, you know how it is. I can imagine you made sure your connection is working oh, yeah. perfectly. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. with me, I make sure like even almost every day before I do a podcast, I'm making sure my router is good. I'm reconnecting. Mm -hmm. Like everything's connected. Like I make sure I have like my ethernet, all that. But I restart it every day just to make sure. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want a power lag today. <laughs> no. Like, but again, this, these are the things that people don't know about the podcast game. I'm like, yeah, it's more than just pressing a mic and just being like record. Yeah. Like there's, there's more that goes into it. But again, let's talk about this now. Again, you're off. You're doing so many episodes right here with these amazing talent, and then now they're all in one show right here, under one roof. Yeah, um, a lot of them that have been on uh, my show. It well, I mean, High Tension Wrestling is a branch off of High Tension Network, yep. which my podcast is on the High Tension Network. Um, they're also a great production company if you guys are looking for production out there. Um, 
but they were looking for a spot to run a show and uh the mall at scranton well it's the marketplace now um my old manager that when i worked security i was a bouncer years ago he's one of the managers there so he always is trying to get new things in the mall so when i left bouncing or security whatever you want to call it he would always message me he's like you're done doing that wrestling stuff now you're done doing that you're gonna come back because like he was still running the security and i'd be like no nah, no nah, i'm doing this now like that's done and then he eventually moved over to the mall and uh he would always message me he's like hey can you get one of those wrestling things in here can you bring one of them wrestling things in here and like he doesn't know how it works so he just thinks like i bring it in so he would I mean, always, if, if it was only that easy to just be like yeah let's <laughs> yeah sure let me, let me just bring my ring over we'll just start it up so um alex watt and uh maestro were looking for somewhere to put their first event on and i was like listen my old boss is hounding me for a show here i'm like so why don't you guys just run scranton and they did they literally showed up i i asked them like that weekend and then they were here the very next weekend to talk to them like they're very serious about their company they're ready to go um, they're ready to get this thing off the ground because they've been talking about it since before the pandemic um, leapfrog was owned by them um, that kept going but they were always looking to get high tension off the ground um it just never happened and it's finally gonna happen and i'm proud to say that's gonna happen in my hometown so it's that's a awesome. very yeah. special event for me no. no that's awesome and again it's always great to see um people that are also they they have that love for the business that again it yeah. has that passion and it's not just like let's run a show to run a show you know yeah it's no. more like, oh no, this is planned. This is something that's been in the works. It's not just like, let's see if we can do it, you know? So that's yeah, awesome. No. And to hear also the background of, again, finding where to do it. And again, it's also, it's awesome to hear, again, even you have that history with the place. Yeah. So it's going to be even more important right there. And um, by my, you know, my mom and my family are going to get to see me, my brother or my nephews, like they don't, they don't get to see me because I'm traveling all over the place. Like, my mom's not going to drive two and a half hours, three hours to see me wrestle. I mean, she probably would, but she's horrible on the highway. So I wouldn't even want to think about that. Um, yeah. So like, it's, it's really like a nice little homecoming for me. Like a lot of my friends are coming to it. Um, I'm super excited and stoked about it. Oh, that's awesome. And again, it's sounding like a great event. Definitely guys, if you're in the area as well, or if you're willing to travel as well, make the drive, make the town. Again, it's going to be a lot of great talent there. You can see, I can already see right there, a vet of the game as well. A.C. Loke being on there. Oh, yeah. You got you on the card. You got JTG on the card. You got Nunzio on the card. Yep. Like, it's a lot of great talent that, again, it's all under one roof. Get to go enjoy. It's also going to be on IWTV. So if you want to also see the replay afterward, go check it out. Also, yeah, again, if, you, if you can't come and see it live, it's streaming live. So you can Oh, there you go. That's always, the, that's always the great thing. Like, again – having that option. IWTV definitely, um, it broadens the horizons for a lot of companies. That's what I love about that, that, uh, service as well. Yeah, no, I agree. And IWTV is giving high tension their first show alive. And like, you don't really get to hear that. Um, that's no, definitely not. Usually it's one of those. With IWTV. So this, yeah. this is very big for high tension to have that. 
No, definitely. That's something I, I don't think it's really hard of that's like, yeah, we're running our first show. It's going to be live. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's also that can imagine that's adding even more um, stress and also more of like, you know what? Now we have to make it work. Like now yeah. we have to put on a killer show because also, again, everyone's going to get to see it around because I, uh, IWTV is worldwide. Like you're getting to see it all over. So it's like it adds another element to it, to it all. So that's yeah. great. I mean, I'm I'm teaming with my tag team partner Mike Mitchell, and this may be the one of the last times you see us wrestle together. So, oh, that's that's bittersweet right there. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's in our hometown. So, no. Well, there you go again. A little bit of a reunion right there. You get to see yeah. them and again. A lot of a lot of history for for Johnny Moran right there. Yeah. But let's keep it going here. We have one more uh, matchup to talk about. Is going to be for Eclipse Wrestling. Uh, talk to us about this. It's you and Damian Chambers here. Yeah. Um, Damian Chambers, for people that don't know, is uh, one of Ace Austin's star students. Um, and if you know my story at the Sanctuary, me and Ace keep not crossing paths. And he's the champion of the Sanctuary. So I'm going to Eclipse Wrestling to prove a point to Ace that I'm coming for him next. So, Ooh. Damien, be ready. I, I feel bad for Damien Chambers. He might just yeah. get a little bit of a... I'm going to make a little bit of a statement on Damien. That's my debut at Eclipse. I've never yeah. been to Eclipse, so I think it's also his debut. Um, mm, I'm okay. really looking forward to that. Um, and I'm looking forward to making a statement to Ace. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I definitely got to see uh, Damien Chambers a little bit. I got to see his style. So that's going to definitely be a nice matchup. And also, again, it's a debut. So yeah. you're looking to make that impact show again, what the dark horse is all about. So yeah, that's going to be great to see. Yeah. See, and again, at least, you know, your opponent there, you know, your opponents yeah. for these matches. We still got to work on DCW. Like, and there it is again. We, we still got to find this one out. Like you're able to prepare again. You know, what's going to happen on April 30th. Yep. You know what you're doing for high tension wrestling. Yep. And you know, your debut but the one place that you're holding not one, but two championships for. Because, again, TCW and Funhouse are associated. You're holding two of their main championships and nothing. <laughs> nothing. Giant question mark. I mean, I don't I don't know how champions are treated at other companies, but I feel like I should know my opponent, especially being the champion, no. the heavyweight champion, doesn't know his opponent. Little ear. You know what it is? Maybe, maybe they're treating you like, again – because Monster Matt didn't know who he's facing that night on Mount Olympus. Maybe like, hey, he'll be ready for anyone. He won a rumble. He faced more than again. It was it was a thirty man rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. That's how. Yeah, it was just me and him, and then you know, slid off my back and gave me a shot in the nuts, and then threw me over the top. But uh, so may, maybe that's it. It's again, it's it's trying to find who who who's the rightful opponent for for the championship matchup. But again, it's it's we're we're, we're getting close. Uh, we, I mean, you got SP on tomorrow, correct? Yeah, I, I do, I do. He, he maybe, announced maybe just he today. Did. Maybe you can ask him for me. Maybe you I, can I'll get just, an answer out of him because he doesn't answer my DMs. Hey, hopefully, again, we I got to see him this weekend. He was he was in a different mood. He was more. He was a nicer mood. So maybe oh. I'll be able to 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 get the scoop from tomorrow night. I I'll try to find so. out. I'll be watching. There we go. Hey, there we go. Hey, it's going to be at 9 p.m., so remember that time slot. So 9 p.m. tomorrow, I'll be watching. 
There you go. But also, let's talk about this. Again, we can talk about all the companies you're working. But let's talk about some places you would like to make your impact this year. Again, things are starting to finally open up. 2022 is looking a little brighter, hopefully. Um, where are some places you would like to take the dark horse in 2022? Um, Nickel City Wrestling in Buffalo. I'd like to get out there. Um, also, okay. Wrestling Open. Oh, okay. That's that's somewhere I'd like to end up. Um, chaotic Wrestling out there. Um, also, and I'd like to, I'd like to get back to the West Coast. I've been over to the West Coast once. Um, for it, it was a little company called LA Lucha. I think okay. they only had one show, um, but I was booked on it and was out there. Um, I'd like to get back to the West Coast. Um, at some point in August, I'm going down to North Carolina. I don't know what promotion I'll be at yet, but that'll be soon to come. So I'm making moves down that way. Um, just kind of want to get a little bit out further, you know, like states I haven't gone to yet. Oh, there you that's, go. where, that's where I'm trying to go this year. Um, I mean, it would it would be great to debut on an NWA or do an AEW Dark. Um, I would never turn down those opportunities. Not sure. That would definitely be nice to see. I think you fit, your style definitely would fit um, for the NWA, definitely. I can yeah. see that. Again, how you work, how you do that. Uh, it definitely would fit very nice there, so. Again, we'll have to wait and see. We've seen a few of the guys from the NWA even no. this weekend. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe Colby Carino is doing double duty. Maybe, so, maybe. Maybe he's looking to win both championships because he's facing Rick Recon. Maybe he's coming after yours as well. He won't win this one. He can win Rick Recon's, but he won't win this one. I can tell you that much. Uh, and again, right there, if you get a victory over an NWA star, that sends a message over to Billy Corgan. You never know. It does send a message. But. But let's talk about that as well. Again, we're talking companies you would like to be. Are there guys on your radar that you would like to face this year? Again, uh, you're a champion as well, so I know everyone's trying to come at you. But who is someone you're you're looking at that you're like, you know what? I need to face this person. Um, are these like dream matches from TV, or are we just talking independent? Uh, independent, what, whatever you choose. If it's independence, if it's even again NWA, AEW, whatever the spectrum is. Uh, I'd love to work at Killer Cross. Um, if we're talking on TV right now, I'd love to work Joe Coffee. Joe Coffee is one of the people I really watch and study, and I would love to tangle it up with him. I don't, I don't know how you would get to NXT UK, but hey, I'd get over there, and I would love to have that match. Um, on the independents, it would be someone like an Anthony Gangone. Um, some, it's something that's eluded me for a very long time. Ace Austin. Um, we've never had a one-on-one. -on -one. We've been in a bunch of multi-mans together, but there was never that one-on-one, -on -one, me and him. He's holding that Sanctuary Championship right now, and I, it was taken off me. I never lost it. So that's one big, giant issue. But listen, I got Damien first. I'll settle that. He'll get that message. He'll understand that. Well, then there you there you have it right there. Again, two, two matches that I definitely will look forward to right there, especially – Again, those those dream matches, but also that Anthony Gangone match. Again, I'm gonna be a little biased. I I, I want to see that title match happen because again, he hasn't lost. It's kind of yeah. something he's owed. So doors open. I don't have an opponent. I have a question mark. So yeah, <laughs> I know he has a match, but I don't know my match. I'll sit there and wait in the ring for him. And there you go. Also, here we go. We have the chat here. 
Uh, Wes and Kyle saying hi. They were a little late. Hey, it's, all, it's all good, guys. Again, catch the replay. Listen to all the things Johnny Moran was saying. Also, we hope to see you at Titan this weekend. Yes. Come enjoy the show. Yes, please. But uh, again, hopefully hopefully by then we know Johnny Moran's opponent. Tune in tomorrow. We'll try to get that out of SP Anderson. Again, maybe, maybe it is one of the guys that's already competing that night. Maybe someone's going to do double duty. Maybe someone's earning their spot at the show. Maybe, so. maybe it, it's a big giant secret, and even I don't know. So, yeah, and it's again, it's Saturday, definitely, definitely. But also, again, let's talk about that. Ace Austin, hopefully, maybe the, the people at Sanctuary can listen to this and see, you know what, we have to give Johnny Moran his rightful rematch at the championship. Well, I mean, John Trotsky runs that place, and he kind of keeps Ace away from me, he doesn't like me to get over in that that territory but we'll get there i'll figure yeah. a way you, you know what it is again there's, no, there's a different there. johnny moran at the sanctuary than you see at titan it's not oh. not a nice johnny moran johnny moran does very sly moves to make sure that he gets himself in good spots so johnny moran uh, so, will do what he has to do to get to that spot gotcha gotcha see that 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 must mean a little again that's your trainer right there so he knows hey he wants to see maybe a little more of like what we see at titan Maybe. He wants you to earn it the right way. Maybe. Because I can imagine if you're you're doing some underhanded tactics, is that championship worthy? <sighs> some sometimes you have to do tactics and sometimes you gotta you just gotta do them. Okay. I, I completely agree. Okay. I get it. Results. I get it. I can I can respect it, pun intended. Um, but before I let you go, Johnny, I don't want to take up too much more of your time here. Thank I have you. to ask a question I ask everyone else. And that is, what is your end goal? Again, we've talked about future goals of places you want to be, opponents you would like to face, championships you want to hold, which again, Sanctuary, hit them up. But let's talk about your end goal. When everything is said and done, what would you like that to be for the dark horse, Johnny Moran? Um, end goal? I mean, I've, I've been watching WWE since I was an infant. So end goal, obviously, to me, at the end of the day, it's always to get to the WWE. Um, like I said, I've, I've watched it. It's my passion um, to get there. That that would be the ultimate end goal. But if that doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. It doesn't mean that like I regret everything that I've done, that I've put out there, that you know I got to do. Um, I just want I want to inspire the same little kid that got inspired to do this you know like i would hope that some kid watches me someday and he's like hey i really like him i want to give this a shot i want to try this for me i want to i want to be the next johnny moran or whoever i just hope i inspire somebody to get up off the couch and go after their dreams because this was my dream like my dream was to do this um i get to do that and i'm fortunate enough to get to do that so hopefully someday i inspire some kid to get up and follow his dreams, whether it be wrestling or whatever it be. That's at the end of the day, I just hope anyone that watches me knows just follow your dream. I have it on my chest. I follow your bliss on your chest, on my chest. And I believe in that. Like follow your dreams and you'll always be happy. No, that's, that's awesome. That's a, again, great goal to hear. I feel like that's something a lot of people, um, they say they want to make sure, especially with the business, they get to inspire that next person. They want to be that, to be able to, again, influence that next generation. 
Because again, we were all that someone that saw it was something that caught our eye. It was some a match, a moment that was just like, I love this. I want to be a part of this. Yeah. So that's always a great thing to hear. Like, no, that's awesome. Thank so you. Again, let's make sure again, guys, links are going to be in the description down below as well. But make sure you go follow Johnny. Go follow him on Instagram right here. Johnny Moran underscore. Go follow him on Twitter at Johnny Moran underscore right there. Also, Johnny, let them know a little bit more about the podcast. So when does it air? Uh, I, I know it's pre-recorded, but when do you usually put it out? And it, also, how can they listen to it? Uh, it drops every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, okay. And that, if you want to watch the video form, you don't have to watch the video form. If you want to watch the video form, um, that is on Facebook Live and Twitter and um, YouTube. But okay. if you want to listen to the audio platform, it's on every audio platform out there. You just search Moran and Friends Podcast. Awesome. Uh, where did the name come from? Because like you told us a little bit about how you got started. Oh, but actually, where did that name come from? Uh, the name came from a joke from Killian McMurphy. Uh, okay. At NYCW um, at the time, they were giving me like a group. And like, uh, I'm like, uh, wait, I'm getting a, like these guys are with me now. I'm like, uh, and they're like, yeah, just like think of a group name. And I'm like pacing back and forth, like, just like scratching my head. I'm like, cause like I, I came up with like 6,000 names and none of them were good. And, uh, it ended up being the Moran gang at first. And then, um, but before I even like came up with that, Killian's like, oh, you should just call it Moran and friends. And that's exactly how his voice is. He goes, Moran and friends. He listens to this, so laugh. Um, so I took it as a joke. And then when Alex asked me about the podcast, I'm like, what if we call it Moran and Friends? And I'm like, Killian will get a big kick out of this because he invented this. And then uh, he was one of my first guests, actually, Killian McMurphy. But that's where the name came from. It was literally a joke about a group that I was supposed to make. And that's, then it just awesome. stuck. And I'm a big fan of old school wrestling. So, like, the Hulk and Friends um, cartoon. That's yeah, you, you can see like that also, I can imagine that influence having that that cartoonish style for, yeah. yeah the, the that's that's where the influence for that came from. That's where the N comes from with yeah. the little quotations. Mm -hmm. um, that's literally from Hulk and Friends, like the cartoon. Oh, that's awesome. And again, it's, it's from... I've gotten to listen to and watch a few of the episodes. Great what you're doing. It's awesome. It definitely is. Uh, it's a different perspective as well. Again, I feel like that also adds when also you are, again, competing. You're also being a part of the business. So it gives another outlook to those that are watching. Yeah. I, I, I like to talk about, like, you know, like your drives and stuff and, like, what were you thinking when this match was going on? Like, what were you battling any kind of personal issues at the time? Like, what was going through your head? I like to get into little deep thoughts and things on random friends. Yeah. No, it definitely is something I definitely recommend. Again, guys, go check it out. Look, just also for the art itself. Yeah. I don't want to go support this because, again, this is, this is cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, if it's not, awesome. I mean, just go to the High Tension Instagram and check out all the artwork from Hiroto. He'll be happy oh, yeah. to check it out. No, definitely, definitely. Again, Johnny, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank As you for having me. Seriously, thank you. No, this was great. Definitely, I'll be seeing you Saturday. Hopefully, again, tomorrow we get you an opponent. If yeah. not, hopefully it's announced soon. Again, we're, we're counting down here. 
We're counting down. Talks. But, <laughs> but there you go, guys. This has been another edition of Respect the Crown Podcast. As always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people. And as always, respect the craft. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. See ya.